everybody. I want to welcome you to our very first Before You Quit podcast. My name is Mitch Schultz. I'm your host. I'm also the director of a ministry called Fruitful Vine Ministry. The vision and goal of this ministry is to see spiritually healthy ministry leaders who impact the world for Christ. So really the idea behind this podcast is for this to be an extension of that vision to use another tool, another medium to help pastors and people in ministry to be encouraged and to have courage uh, in a job that is extremely hard and challenging. And hopefully the outcome in everything I do is that people who listen, people are part of this, will be that it gives you perspective. I'm going to explain at the end of this podcast how that name, Before You Quit, came about because I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for uh, nearly 30 years and came to a point towards the end of my ministry where I was at my wit's end and thought about pulling the plug, but something happened, and I'm going to share what that is, that allowed me to get perspective, my mind cleared, and I was able to go back into a unchanged, challenging context, but with a completely different focus. And so really, honestly, a lot of what this podcast is about is uh, kind of even an extension of my own experience in my own story. Uh, But it's what I'm concerned about, and I want to help people to, again, have courage and to be encouraged in ministry. Let me share from the beginning here, this is going to be important, uh, rather foundational, that while the focus of this podcast will be uh, on those in ministry, uh, this is really for everyone. I don't want to shut anybody out to limit this, and this is for believers, all believers who are committed to the church, and also devoted to the mission of the church, the Great Commission and the Gospel, uh, and who understand with that commitment and that devotion that there are some who are called and placed in unique roles in leading this charge. And these leaders are not any more important than the rest of us, but they have a unique task, a very specific function, a unique responsibility. So while everyone is called to live the Great Commission, we know that there are some who have this special role. Uh, But this should be the Great Commission, the Gospel, should be the reason we exist. It's our reason for existing, our raison d'etre. And I know you understand this, that ultimately whatever we do, whatever you do, whether you're married, who you're married to, how many kids you have, what your job is, the church you attend, uh, you, we exist for that, for the Gospel. Uh, this story of Jesus' life here, his death, his resurrection, his redemptive work. All believers are called to live and take that story, that message, and first live it out in our more narrow, immediate context, but then also be committed to assure that everyone in the world has the opportunity to know about Jesus. It's why we exist. But the Bible is very clear that God places leaders in this movement who hold offices who fill places uniquely to oversee and manage this mission that we are all committed to. Uh, We call them pastors. We call them missionaries. Uh, We refer to them as church leaders or elders, dozens of other titles. And one of my favorite that the Bible uses is the term shepherd. Jesus used that in referring to himself and his relationship and leadership over our lives. And Peter also uses that term shepherd in describing the pastoral responsibility, but we're we're in we're all in this together, and we know 
that this role of those who lead this charge face some of the toughest challenges in the world, which is why we do this podcast. By the way, I was reading through Forbes magazine website, and it had an article talking about the 10 hardest jobs in America, and guess what? where being a pastor fell, number five. Uh, the fifth hardest job in America is being a pastor. might be interesting to you as a side note that the number one hardest job, you might have a hard time believing this, unless you are in this category, is being a stay-at-home parent. So if you're a stay-at-home parent, you can say, yeah, I, I, I get that. But you know, my experience, my wife's experience with that and the times that she stayed at home and I've stayed at home, man, it's not hard. It's great. But being a pastor, what I want to talk about, what I'm interested in, is that number five hardest job, being a pastor. Uh, in this article, one pastor is quoted as saying, being a pastor is like death by a thousand paper cuts. You're scrutinized and criticized from top to bottom, stem to stern. You work for an invisible, perfect boss, and you're supposed to lead a ragtag gaggle of volunteers towards God's coming future. It's like herding cats, but harder. If you're in ministry, boy, that's apt, isn't it? So that's what my, my ministry exists for. It's the reason for this podcast, to encourage, give courage to those who are in the number five hardest job in the world and who are perhaps considering quitting or just at your wit's end, don't know what to do. I hope by listening to the interviews, the topics that we're going to be doing, that uh, you'll come out of that with a clear head and with perspective and focus. You might go back to the same challenging situation every day. In fact, my goal is not to change your context. I can't do that. I find find that in my ministry that when I work with pastors who are hurting, I, I can't change what you're going through. I mean, there maybe there's things the pastor can do to bring about change, but ultimately I'm more interested in the health of the of the leader. So how did this name Before You Quit come into existence? Uh, here's how it happened. About seven years ago, I was pastoring a relatively large church in the mountains of North Carolina. Uh, and it was actually three years in. I faced an extremely uh, hard time and was really, really close to quitting. Uh, I won't go into all the details. I, I think in the near future, these things will, will spill out. I'll talk more about uh, uh, my own story. Uh, but we had been asked by a single mom who was attending our church to, uh, she was dying of cancer. And at her deathbed, my wife and I were visiting her. And she had talked to us one time about this before, but it had been early on in her diagnosis, like maybe a year before. And uh, But at her deathbed, she asked if we would take her two kids' custody uh, upon her death. And we immediately said yes. We did say we wanted to talk to her son and daughter about it, uh, my my daughter was in college, my son was with us in high school, and they both were like, yeah, we've got to do it. So uh, we did that out of a sense of responsibility, but also uh, with eagerness, uh, realizing that this was a burden, but also a privilege. Well, that weekend, our church had a business meeting that normally when we had business meetings, uh, we'd have 40 or 50. But we're, I, I showed up at that meeting and had not really heard the rumblings, but apparently word was getting around that some delicate issue was going to be raised at the floor of this meeting. And when I arrived there, about 200 people were uh, in the building. And again, it was only afterwards I realized what was going on. But some of the stuff that was brought up and some of the things that were said uh, against the leadership and towards me, 
was uh, was harsh and and hard to take. And uh, it would be a little exaggerated to say that fists were flying in that meeting, but it was the kind of context where that certainly could have happened. Um, I was extremely discouraged. In fact, that night I went home and and wept. And um, the next day wrote a letter of resignation. And my wife knows me. She's known me for many years and knows that I tend to be impulsive in my decisions, a bit reactive. And she says, Mitch, you know, take, take a deep breath, calm down. And in fact, she, she took that letter of resignation from me and put it in a file. And I've, on, on occasions, I've seen it. We never turned it in. But my district superintendent also, great guy, uh, who knew what was going on, suggested Elaine and I take a retreat. And in fact, the district helped us uh, to attend a, a center in um, Elizabeth, Tennessee called Fairhaven Ministry. And there we stayed in a chalet. It was, uh, I think, March or so. And February, March, a lot of snow outside. And so we weren't able to do a lot. So we were in the chalet a lot, went for a few walks. Uh, but for three or four days, we, we just sat in the chalet. We received counseling, professional counseling from someone who uh, was um, specifically uh, trained to do this for people in ministry. And also I spent the spare time that I had uh, reading. There was no television there. There was a bookshelf full of books. All the books were related to ministry. And I remember on the, I think the afternoon we got there, I, I saw a book that looked really interesting, took it down. And it took me just a day and a half to read it. And when I closed that book cover and finished the book, uh, I realized, whoa, it's worth continuing. And that moment was significant in changing my perspective and giving me a different attitude and giving me courage and encouragement to go back uh, to the same context, never improved. In fact, it became worse, but I went back with a completely different perspective. And so those three days saved my ministry. And it's actually a moment in my own personal history that I look back at and realize, wow, that, uh, that was life-changing. And, and it, it helped to shape uh, what I do now. And, oh, by the way, the book uh, that I read was called You Got It Before You Quit. And it's written by Blaine Allen. I would highly recommend it. I'll put it as a resource on the podcast site uh, so that you can, you can read that or recommend it to someone else. Uh, really, the book was essentially an overview, scripturally, of all the servants of God, everyone that God had called and set them apart to be in leadership, to oversee his, his mission, his charge, whether it's the Old Testament, prophets or kings, or in the New Testament, uh, apostles or, or church leaders. Uh, the, the norm was hardship. The, uh, the assumption was that, hey, if you're in this, you're, you're going to suffer. Uh, the premise of the book was if you serve God and you're called to lead, it's going to be hard. And, uh, and so what I want to do through this podcast is just open our eyes to that reality and, uh, and talk also about the importance of community, not just in the church-wide community and coming uh, to support your leadership, your pastor, but also elders and, and deacons to understand the role they have in encouraging and supporting those who are, have been placed there by God to lead the charge and knowing that it's a tough charge. Um, so Jesus made it very clear that serving him would be tough. And the apostle Paul was told upon his call that he would experience, he was told this by the prophet Ananias, that, that Paul would experience much hardship in the kingdom of God. And so when Paul did experience hardship, it was like, well, I was told it would be like this, so I'm, I'm prepared for it. 
So uh, the what I want to do through the Before You Quit podcast is, is, again, to give those on the front line perspective a reason to keep pushing and a reason to not give up. I want to basically talk you out of quitting. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of interviews. In fact, by the time I'm recording this introduction, I've already done four interviews uh, covering a lot of subjects. Some are going to be raw, exciting. Some will be fun. And um, uh, already we've, uh, we've got some good ones lined up. At, uh, some of the ones uh, already ready to put on our podcast in, in a couple weeks. Uh, the topic of how, do you, uh, how, how can you serve effectively uh, as an interracial family couple in the South? What, what's that like? What are some of the things that you have to do in preparing uh, to adjust to that? I'll be talking to a missionary couple who lost a spouse. Each of them lost a spouse to ca- uh, cancer, and then they married each other. What, what happens to the call? I mean, uh, does it get shelved? How, do you, how does that call push through again and, and come, become front and center? And I'll be excited to talk to my son and daughter to discuss what it's like to grow up in a, in a pastor's home, but also a home that experienced a great deal of loss. I'll be interviewing a, a leader of a district and his wife, uh, asking the question, can a pastor have an effective ministry when his home is unhealthy? Uh, generally, the impulse answer is yes, but I've seen a lot of pastors almost get away with having an effective ministry, but things at home are in crisis, and oftentimes no one even knows that there's a crisis at home. Uh, So many topics that will, in the end, help you to be encouraged and to have courage as you serve Jesus. And by the way, if you want to get a hold of me anytime about anything that we've talked about, questions or comments, or even want me to cover other subjects that you'd like, uh, you think would be worthy of of an interview or, or conversation, you can email me at Mitch at beforeyouquit.us. That's Mitch, and then the three words, beforeyouquit.us. And I want to encourage you to listen today to our first podcast. Uh, So there'll be this introduction, and then I'll have my my first podcast up, and then there'll be a new podcast that will come up once a week. Hopefully, uh, I'll be busy. So until next week, before you quit, Consider this. Stay encouraged and be courageous because serving Jesus is worth all the hard stuff that comes with it. And I want to end with a Bible verse that's been significant in my life in the last several years. We'll probably refer this uh, to this verse a lot. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 through 58 says, But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So until next week, stay encouraged.